BeastNet is brought to you by James Safety Services and in partnership with Beast OCR. Here we discuss all things OCR and fitness related, running, endurance, conditioning, wrecking, and more. Welcome to BeastNet. Hey everybody out there in BeastNet land, Hammer here, and on this episode we're talking with Joe Forney. All right. Well, Joe, tell us uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. You know, give the idea as a listener of who you are. I know you're familiar with some of the um, quite a few of the beasts, um, but I mean, I know they're they're not the only ones that really listen to the podcast. So, yeah, just uh, give go. us a little bit about yourself. Well, Joe Forney, they call me the Tortoise. Uh, I got the nickname when it wasn't really true, but the last few years I really earned that name, so I like it. I keep it. I'm 63 years old now. Uh, I've been doing, this is like my sixth year to doing OCR. And, um, you know, I was actually a, a semi-decent athlete in high school and college, whatever. And, and, uh, and then, you know, life takes over and, and uh, I messed around with some other things for a while, but, uh, uh, and now I'm doing OCR, which is kind of fun, actually. Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, hey, I mean, I, can't, I, I have no intention oh. of, of stopping anytime soon. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, um, you know, to all of that, life is all about experiences, and uh, that's, that's exactly. one of my biggest things. Is I've I've always wanted to uh, experience all that life has to offer, you know. So um, I can totally agree with that. Um, yep. Awesome. Well, at sixty-three, so, you go, you um, go, you go back and forth, been doing lots of stuff. Yeah. You know, in good, bad, and ugly. <laughs> you know, you go through all kinds of phases, right? <laughs> exactly right. What's what's the thing all the kids say nowadays? YOLO. You only live once. Yeah, that's right. So. You only live once, yeah. Yeah, well, thank goodness. <laughs> <laughs> right? I couldn't imagine a repeat. Um, <laughs> no. Uh, so I was I was kind of looking. Um, I, I read some of your Facebook a little bit earlier, and I saw that you had posted, um, you know, that you had been doing this about six years. And you had said that right. in the, that particular post that you've done over 300 Spartans in the last six years. That is correct. That is correct. Actually, uh, let's, it's 301. Actually, Tahoe was 301. So uh, uh, that's quite a few, actually. That's more than anybody's. So. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah I, I did the math a little bit earlier. Um, I'm horrible at math right off the top of my head. Um, so I, I, oh, yeah, I kind of had to break out my calculator <laughs> and, um, so that, that totals to what, like, I mean, 30, to, you know, 300 divided by six. I mean, really that's, it's 50 and I, I couldn't do that. But then, you know, then again, I, I'm, I've been at work all day and come home, you know, have a couple, have a couple, uh, adult drinks, you know, and, uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> so you know, things to loosen myself up for the interviews and whatnot, because otherwise I just tend to be really rigid during the interviews, like, you know, question and answer, just black and white, no gray area. So I've, I've learned to kind of relax, you know, and, and get into the conversation a little bit. So um, that works. I yeah, had no so, intention of doing and, 300 races. <laughs> it doesn't sound like it. No, no intention when I started, actually. <laughs> So, <laughs> um, I bet. So, I mean, was that all, like, did you like space it out like 50, you know, each year or was it like you just loaded up on them one year and then you kind of took it easy the rest or just kind of up, down, up, down? I did. I, I started, um, because I actually relocated, um, you have to know I had a, I, I mentioned I was an athlete, uh, my athlete uh, yeah. when I was younger, but then, you know, I got lazy, stopped working out. I ate a lot, gained a lot of weight, 
And uh, I was getting close to 300 pounds, and I decided that I didn't want to be um, heavy anymore. So I lost 100, 100 plus and was looking for something wow. to do. And that's when I actually saw OCR. And actually, it wasn't a Spartan race. It was another OCR. And um, uh, I, after I dropped all the way, I did it inside uh, just by eating you know, less or the right things and then doing some stupid amount of exercise. And, um, and so yeah. then I was looking for something to do outside. So I saw an advertisement for an OCR, uh, looked kind of fun. And, um, and I went and did it. Uh, uh I was terrible. I, I, I big time because <laughs> I, I didn't do any running. So it was really hard for me, but I loved it. It was really fun. People were really nice. And so I started doing some OCRs and actually I met, uh, 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 a very important person in OCR at the time, and I didn't even know it, Hunter McIntyre. And uh, and he oh. said uh, to me, he says, hey, that's when he mentioned Spartan. He goes, you ever done a Spartan race? I said, uh, no, actually, I don't even know what that is. And so then uh, the following year, I, I started doing it, and um, I actually did a, a little over 140 races in the first four years. But then in two years ago, two years ago, that was just the Spartan races. I've, I did other races and that kind of stuff. But the last two years of just in Spartan races, because at the World Championships in Tahoe two years ago, uh, Joe DeSena challenged me uh, to get to 300 because he had called all the 60-plus people up on the stage and introduced ourselves and how many races we'd done and that kind of stuff. And then he saved me for last. And then when I said I did 141, 142, something like that. So he says, hey, I challenge you. He goes, you complete 300. And, you know, he listed a bunch of stuff he'd do for me. You know, he goes, I'll do this, that, and the other thing. So that's uh, that's when my quest for the Spartan <laughs> 300 began. <laughs> and wow. doing way too many races, which is fun. So, so that means about 160 races, the Spartan races in the last two years. That's crazy. Yeah, I I, I saw there um, this past, geez, this past beast. Um, I I wasn't even aware that you know, like I knew that there was like trifecta times two and three and whatnot. And I mm-hmm. didn't have any clue that you know they had like these progressing medals that are like ridiculously huge. Like I don't even know what you would hang that on. Like you. Could you even hang it on the corner <laughs> of your heavy. house without it being safe? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know, you can't hang that on a wall. It'll it'll take your whole house down. And so, um, you know, I wasn't aware, and I was like, man, that's crazy. There's people that actually get these. And then right. I thought, you know, I had this interesting thought. It would be like, you know, what if somebody did a trifecta every weekend for a whole year, and they should which call you, it the which year? Would be cool. It would be cool, but you but you can't because they don't have them available. But I tell you, the, the yeah. trifecta count does restart every year, so it's calendar year. Oh yeah, as yeah, As far yeah. as getting them. Oh yeah. And uh, and but uh, I would love it if it was a trifecta weekends and we can keep on go- doing it. But uh, uh, yeah, that would be amazing. Um, yeah, I've never yeah, been the, the number my... one person. Yeah, that's that's awesome though. Like I mean. You know, it's it's kind of cool that, you know, you, you kind of hold that, that spot, you know, and it's, I don't know, like, I, it's, I'm kind of speechless. I'm speechless for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm out of breath. I mean, I'm old can't imagine. Take a nap. <laughs> I mean, I can't, I can't imagine. I mean, I'm, I'm 34 and I, you know, I'm, I'm fairly overweight and uh, we, it's funny because you'll, you'll get a kick out of this. We, we kind of call ourselves, it's me and um and don my brother-in-law and his best friend uh pretty mike and we do a lot of these races together um both don and myself um got our first trifectas this year and what we call ourselves the tortoise crew 
because because we're, we're always you know we always you know um we're at party pace well, i wouldn't say most of the time but i mean there's a good chunk of the time that you know we'll right. we'll be at party pace you know and just you know we're just kind of taking in the event for what it is and you know i mean there's mm-hmm. there's times mm-hmm. where we like to just kind of try and break away and challenge ourselves and we're starting to get more into that where we're pushing ourselves more you know we're attempting a lot more of the difficult obstacles and right. and so um but yeah, you know, I, I get it. The, I, I that could actually, be one of the fun parts about it. Oh that's yeah, one exactly. Of the good parts and about it. You know, it, yeah, and that's my favorite part is that I I do something that I'm absolutely some of these things I'm absolutely terrified of. I mean, sure, some of it's only like a six to eight foot fall, but I mean, I'm 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 a little over three hundred pounds, and it's like, man, if I fall from that height with this weight, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna destroy something. <laughs> So it terrifies me in in some ways, you know, and, but it's fun. Like I, I love it. Once I get over the, like the inverted wall, I absolutely hate inverted wall, but you know, we did one, it wasn't a Spartan. We did one at a Tough Mudder and this thing was like, I think four feet taller or four feet longer Mm -hmm. than the ones at Spartan. And I was like, no, there's no way I have to, I have a tough time at the ones at Spartan, let alone doing one that's four foot longer. But, you know, we did it, and it it was just – now I look at the one at Spartan like, piece of cake. Exactly, and that's the thing. Once you're able to overcome one of these obstacles, then all of a sudden – it's funny. Everyone's the same way when they start. It's apprehensive. I'm, I, don't, I don't think I can do this. I'm not sure. It might scare you. But yeah. once you start uh, conquering some of the obstacles, you, you just you – yeah, know, you do. You feel good, and it's, I can do this now. And now you look for the next thing, or, or I can do it better, or I can do it faster – um, yep. But then there's people out there, like you say, doing tortoise pace, doing party pace, um, uh, and it, it, that's what I think. It, it's it's good for everyone. You know, if you're elite and want to roll for it and go red line all the way, you have that opportunity to do that. If you're not and you want to back yep. off a little bit, you have the opportunity to do that as well. So I mean, it, it, I you yeah, hear exactly. run your own race all the time. It's really true. <clears throat> it's really true. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's it, it honestly like I I can't I can't say how much it's actually helped me in terms of overcoming my own, you know, mental, um, you know, uh, I guess apprehensiveness. Um, there, there have been a couple obstacles where I've looked at them and I've gone, you know, I'm not going to do that. And I've done them. And then I'm like, that was awesome. I, in fact, there's some obstacles where I've even wanted to go back and do it again, just to do it again. And, um, <laughs> the I only, I think the only obstacle that I've ever, really just said, you know, I'm, I'm not, not even good. Actually, there's two obstacles that I've said, I'm never going to not never, but I, I recently just had two obstacles that I said, I'm not doing those because one, I'm not in the condition to do them Two, I don't feel comfortable doing them in the condition I'm in three. I just don't like pain and I'm not, I'm not even about to do because, and, and you know, I was in my own head, my own head space, you know, and, and those two obstacles, the one was the, um, I don't even remember what it was called. Um, I think it was Everest. That's the one at Tough Mudder where it's like, they've got the, it's like the, uh, the Ninja Warrior wall, you know, right. The Yeah. The weird, yeah. And, um, yeah. So like, I, I was watching, you know, I was watching people that are in much better condition than I am, much better shape than I am, having a hard time with it. And I'm like, okay, I can get up here and try it. And, you know, and I'm just, I'm, I should have attempted it, but I just was not in the right place. My, my head wasn't in the right spot. And uh, so we keep going and we get to the next obstacle that I refuse to do. 
Um, this one was only just because um, I'm not really a fan of cargo nets. Um, okay. I'll do them, but I'm just not a fan. Uh, I, I would prefer the rope cargo nets um, instead of the um, the ones that are like you know made out of the really thick the strap flat material. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm not a I'm not a huge fan of those. Um, but the one that they had at Tough Mudder was their um, was their A-frame um, cargo net, and uh-huh. I was I was looking at it like, man, this is going to be awesome to get on top of that thing and see the view from here. But then I climbed yeah, up the yeah. the first you know ten feet of it and got to the actual cargo net portion, and it was extremely loose. And I was like, right. Uh, if it was tighter, I like if see, it was way more tension with your head for sure. Yeah. And I'm like, man, if there was way more tension, like I would totally do this. And then I thought, you know, I could just move three feet to the left and just, you know, climb up this, the actual like scaffolding itself, just the actual, yeah, the structure. And I'm like, no, I don't want to do that. Cause you know, then I feel like I just took the easy way out of the obstacle. So then I got back on the cargo net, um, and then I was like, okay, nah, just I don't feel comfortable with how loose it was because for me it wasn't. Um, it felt like my weight was actually making it um, a vertical climb, which I mean, basically, technically it was because they're all. It's like a you know the the grid of structure, and in between those grids, right. your your weight is bringing each one of those pieces right. of carbonate down to almost a vertical climb. And I'm thinking, mm-hmm. okay, in my head, I'm thinking vertical climb on a loose carbonate, 60 feet up in the air. Nope, not happening. And I, so, so I climbed back down, and uh, I got to give I got to give pretty Mike credit for that because he actually went all the way to the top, and it, it took him a little bit, and he was, I could tell he was mentally struggling the whole way, and I once he got to the top, he kind of gave this little woo, and then transitioned over the top, and then I think that was the worst part for him was the transition because you know coming over, you're trying to sometimes you're kind of blindly trying to set your feet in the cargo net yes. and it just uh it's 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 very um i don't know it's just it's very uh i would say i wouldn't say upsetting i, I just can't think of the word i'm i'm kind of like blanking on the word but no, anyway it, it's, it's tough you, you mentioned so. you mentioned the, the the mental part of it and that is so true when you're out there a long time and it's really you can do physically you can do so much more than you think you can uh for the most part and your mind gets in the way. And when your mind decides that it's going to be difficult or that you can't do it, guess what? It's going to be very difficult for you to physically do it. Because oh, yeah. the mind is probably one of the, the most powerful, uh, you know, muscle that you have and, 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 and motivator or demotivator. And uh, some of the things that some of the races I've done where I've been out there a long time, I can't even tell you all the different mental you know, challenges you go through and sometimes in a race in regards to, you know, keep going, you know, my whole focus the whole time was like, you know, shut up and just do it. You fool. You know, just finish. (laughs) Just finish. If you start, my thing is if you start, you finish. Okay. It doesn't matter how long it takes you, how fast, you know, it's like, get the thing done, you know? Um, and some, you can do everything right in prep for a race and it just doesn't work out well for you. You can do everything wrong and you feel great and you, you're like a superhero and you're just whipping on it. So you just have to go out there and see, you know, what you have that day and take advantage of it. A loose net like that, my friend, you just have to be, you just got to be careful because that is, that's challenging. Uh, if it's tight, it's much better because then you can roll. But if it's loose, you got to be very, very careful and just know that's the way it is. Um, and yeah. just know that it's going to take you longer. That's all, you know? Yeah. 
And now, a word from our sponsors. Does your business need first aid, AED, OSHA, flagging, or other safety training? James Safety Services is your one-stop shop. Find them on Facebook today at James Safety Services WA and ask for a quote on hosting your training needs. And we're back. So while, while we're talking about obstacles, um, what, uh, what would you say your favorite obstacle is? Uh, you know, favorite's a misused term, but I, to me, the, the, my, the, the easiest obstacle for me in a Spartan race is the Herquoise. You know, I love the Herquoise because I just laugh when I see these big guys with muscles coming out of their <laughs> ears. And, and they're struggling with it like they can't do it. So, and then, you know, little old me, I go up there and I always make, I always make the same joke. I go, oh, my gosh, yeah, where's the senior citizen bags? You know, these are too heavy. And I just sit there and just do it like it's a piece of cake. And everyone looks at me like, oh, my gosh, it's, you made that look easy. I go, because it is easy. <laughs> Uh, for yeah. me, and that's the thing about obstacles. I mean, favorite obstacles. Um, some of them are favorite because they're just hard and they scare you a little bit. So then, when you when you go after them, and like you said, you get you either you either fail or you get them, and 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 you go on from there. That's that could be a reason for that to be a favorite, you know. And but then. Yeah. Another other favorite's like, oh, this one's a breeze, so it's almost like, oh, this is a break from running. I get to stop and do this. Okay, good. They can catch my breath and go on, type of thing. You know, so that's kind of what it is. So I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, they're they're all fun. Yeah, cool. <clears throat> um, Least favorite, crawling on rocks underneath a barbed wire. Oh, oh you know, give give yes. me mud or grass. Let <laughs> me tell you. Oh my gosh. Let me tell you. I talked about this uh, not very long ago about the tough mutter when we had. I was. I'd never done a tough mutter before, and so that uh-huh. was my first tough mutter, and it was also Mike's first tough mutter. And Don okay. wanted to get us, um, he wanted to get us to go through like the shock and all that kind of stuff. And both me and mm-hmm. Mike were like, no, we're, I mean, this is, we're not, we're not going to just get shocked. We knew we were going to because Don had arranged for us to get shocked with um, some of the <laughs> obstacles. Cause he, he, he was, you know, he had kind of an in with one of the uh, ambassadors. Ah, so, you, you know, go. through the ambassador, he was going to get us shocked with some of these obstacles, you know, and, and um, we were just like, oh, we know it's coming. We might as well just succumb to it and go. So we get to the first shock obstacle, and sure, it's it's kind of a jolt. You know, I remember getting hit by the first wave of it, and I was like, okay, that really wasn't so bad. Let's, you know, let's go through it. And then I realized about a quarter of the way through the obstacle, I could care less about the shock. These rocks are killing me. Exactly. You know, it was like I just could not. I, I was so focused on the rocks and the pain of the rocks, I ignored the shock completely. I, I got almost all the way through the the first shock obstacle, and the, really the only thing that reminded me that the shock obstacle was there was that we had a volunteer that had a stick that was you know pushing the wires on you. So by the end, you know, I, I mean, I endured through the rocks till the end. Just it was horrible. But once I got to the end, I didn't worry about the rocks because I had about. 20 contacts on this on this wire and i mean that thing lit me up and then after that i was like man, man isn't it wonderful I, having friends could, it is you know and it's like man i could i could totally do this shock stuff i didn't think i could and i didn't want to but i could totally do it just take right. out the rocks you know during the uh right. during the seattle beast we had um that river crawl and you know just mm-hmm. off the little coast of the river there and i just Man, that was nice. I loved getting down in that cold water. But the rocks, man. You need oh both. Gosh, you need I, both. Oh, man. 
I just, you know, I, and I was like, I hadn't even thought about it, you know, before the race. And then I saw it, um, after the river crawl, I, it was just ingenious to me and I don't know why I hadn't thought of it, but <clears throat> these, uh, these girls that were running the race, they were on a volleyball team and they had their volleyball knee pads with them. And they were like, Oh exactly. yeah, we just run with, run with them around our ankles until we get to a, you know, a crawl obstacle or something like that. And we put them on and boom, we're, we're through the obstacle. I'm like, man, I don't know why I didn't think of that. Holy cow. Um, I have done that before. I've done that before myself. I used to have pull the knee pads, and when I when I needed to crawl, I pull them up on the knees, and so then it it, yep. it gets rid because you know I'm I'm, a, I'm an old man. I hit those rocks. It's like dang, you know I get I get all those <laughs> we call them kisses, right? <laughs> yeah. They go, why are you all bruised? I don't know. I must have been crawling on rocks, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I remember, uh, man, years ago, I saw a friend of mine who had done. Um, he had done a, a race. I don't remember which, uh, which race it was, but this is probably, mm-hmm. I think four or five years ago. And, um, he had shown me his legs and his legs were all tore up bruises and scratches everywhere. And, and he was like, yeah, man, I had such a great time. And I remember thinking that that's a good time. I don't <laughs> think so. Like you couldn't get me to do that. You couldn't get me to subject myself to that. You know, years later down the road, voila, here I am doing these things and just tearing the crap up on my legs, you know? And, um, but, uh, you know, and it's all in good fun. Yeah. It sucks at the moment, but you know, you get done and, uh, you know, you say, Oh, that wasn't so bad except for the rocks. The rocks are always bad. And I don't, I don't care what anybody says. You know, I'll tell you, you know, I'll rocks tell you the on truth. my knees are just tell, not fun. I'll tell you the truth. You say it sucks and that kind of stuff. And I hear people say that all the time. What was the hardest thing I did all that. I'll be honest with you. Okay. 301 Spartan races. And that's not counting the other races, you know? Okay. All right. And <laughs> I can't, and and there, I mean, like I said, last two years it's been just Spartan, so I can get all those races in. But I'm telling you that yeah. I just don't have that attitude. It it doesn't suck. I mean, there have been races where I had a really tough time. We I guess you can say it sucked, but it, it had to do with something else. Like I wasn't feeling <laughs> yeah. well, or or I was I was really sick, or I've, I've had uh, I've had, I have injuries. Of course, you're going to have injuries, right? And it's like I had things that. That, that really should stop you. And, and it, some were really, really difficult for me. But my thought process never, ever has been, oh, this really sucks. I'll never do this again. You know, it's more like, okay, yeah. come on, get over it. Just get done. Do you want to stay out here longer? Or are you going to get the, get it done <laughs> and get over with it? So, um, and some of them have been really really challenging and and, and oh, yeah. on the physical end but it's always that way but i i ignore that i distract myself with something else i mean it's beautiful out there you know there's great people out there oh, the yeah. community's outstanding you know if you're doing a age group or a, or a an elite uh reign where you you got to do everything yourself and you can't help anyone that's one thing that's a different focus for that race but if you're out there in open yeah. uh where you can help people or you can get help and that's, you know, I, I concentrate more on that. And, and then pretty yeah. soon it's like, Oh, every, I can how many times have you heard someone out there? How long do we have to go? How long do we have to go? How many more miles? It's like, a, you know, what time is it? You know, I'm going with, it's yeah. Saturday. That's what time it is. Uh, and that's yeah. the thing that cracks me up. It, and it's like, that's the wrong attitude because you're going to make yourself tired. Um, so yeah. anyway, Oh no, that's, you know, and that's great. You know, I, I'm, I'm glad, I'm glad there are people out there that are like that. I know there have been times where I really, <clears throat> I really don't, once I get in the middle of it, I think to myself, why did I sign up for this? But 
<laughs> ultimately by the end, ultimately by the end. And I mean, every, it's every time. Um, well, I wouldn't say it's every time that I think it sucks because there are, there are a lot of times where I go through a race and I'm completely and totally content the entire time and I'm enjoying the view, I'm enjoying the environment, the weather, everything because, you know, it's I don't get to do this very often. Um, work schedules and all that really don't permit me to do it as much um, as I would really like mm-hmm. to. So, <clears throat> you know, there are times where um, I get out there and – you know, it just something, something hits me the wrong way or, you know, I just, I'm kind of in a weird funk and I'll be like, man, this really sucks. I don't know why I signed up for this. I don't know why I did this. And then by the end of the race, I'm like, man, I wish I could go back and do this again. <laughs> because, you know, it's, the, it's that high, you know, and then that's, that's why I do it, you know, and I'm, um, you know, and I, I applaud you for the, the constant uh, positive attitude all the way through it. And, you know, and, and not everybody has that. I'm, I'm definitely one that does it because, you know, I'm, I had a, um, I had a, an incident where I wouldn't really call it an incident, but it was just an instance where um, this past uh, Seattle Beast, where we were doing the rock or the the rock, the um, the um, barbed wire crawl through the rocks downhill, mm-hmm. and um, both of my legs locked up. I mean, just straight out in like just one big cramp from my waist all the way down to my my toes. And yep, yep. I, I had to, I had to stop and was like, I kind of just positioned myself in the middle of both. Well, I would say like in between both of the lanes there. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, it was just like profusely apologizing to people. Sorry, I'm in your way. My legs are, they won't move. <laughs> and then when I caught a nice, you know, I caught a nice little gap in between some other runners. I would kind of shift myself out and just roll down the hill a little bit and, you know, try not to get too dizzy and then like see where I was at. And, um, but yeah, I had to do, I'd, I'd say probably a good two thirds of that, that, uh, barbed wire crawl with fully locked out legs. And, um, that was one of those times where I was just like, this absolutely sucks. It wasn't necessarily the event that made me say it, it was just that my, Man. I had, you know, I had basically tried to prepare, you know, um, hydrate and make sure that I was, you know, I had enough salt intake, enough electrolytes and stuff mm-hmm. like that through mm-hmm. the race. And then my body just was like, no, you, you don't have enough. And, you know, so that was kind of, you know, like a, an instance where I was you never like, know. man, this really sucks. Why did I do this to me? And so, yeah, it's, you know, the unknown variable. And, uh, I mentioned but, it before. you know, I finished I, the I race before you can. I loved it. Yeah, there you go. So you can, I told you before, you can do everything right and something still doesn't go right. It goes wrong. And then you can do everything wrong. Exactly. And you have the most terrible habits and all of a sudden it's like, like I said, you feel great. You never know. It is kind of, I, I, I've been fortunate. I can't believe it. You know, at my age, uh, and actually I wasn't really working out that much in the middle of this quest for the 300. I just started to uh, get back in the gym a couple months ago to try to get in a little bit better shape. Um, but, you know, you're doing so much on the weekends, people say that should be enough. But I have been <laughs> fortunate to not get hurt as much as, much as let's say, or as, as as badly as some people have, or I've been very fortunate as far as I don't get a lot of cramps every once in a while. In fact, when I do, but if I start to cramp up, I, I'm thinking, what what the heck is this? What are you talking about? And I've done it before a couple times in the barbed wire crawl, and I'm thinking to myself, how could that happen? Um, but I never yeah. said, you know, you did something wrong, because I'm pretty consistent about what I do or don't do as far as uh, before a race, as far as, you know, drinking so much water or, or eating whatever. And, and honestly, I do things probably wrong compared to what people say. I mean, I don't eat a lot before a race. I mean, 
and I don't eat hardly anything during a race. If there's something on the course like a like a block or half a banana or something like that, I say, yeah, I'll take that or whatever. But I, I carry nothing with me. Um, I don't drink a lot even during the race. I, I hit the water station and just, you know, get a little bit of drink and, and do my uh, – and just rinse my mouth out. So I'm kind of used to that. So I do the things you're not supposed to do. And I've been very, very fortunate <laughs> that I've been able to keep on going. Um, and, uh, and you know, my friends go, you think you don't need nutrition and this, but your body does. And I'm going, yeah, maybe I'll be faster. But then they, how can they call me the tortoise if I'm faster? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah I definitely, uh, oh, yeah, I, I'm... I feel like I'm kind of the opposite when it comes to, to hydration. I don't, um, I, I do drink a lot of, uh, a lot of water uh, throughout the course. I wouldn't say a, like a lot, a lot, but, um, mm-hmm. I tend to try and save, you know, my hydration pack. It's not really that big, but I tend to try and save it obviously between water stations, you know, I'll get to the water station and I'll just have like a, just one small cup and, you know, it's right. enough to just kind of, you know, clear my throat and That's you know, smart. get going. And occasionally, I'll have, occasionally I'll have like a small banana. And I made the mistake of, of um, having a, uh, I don't even remember what what it was. I think it was a kind bar, um, but it was mm-hmm. one with actual nuts on it on the top of it at the tough mutter. And my my mistake uh. in that was that I ate it I ate it after I had the cup of water, and I didn't really get uh. all of the like the <laughs> I didn't get all of the the granola or the, like the nuts or anything like that rinsed out. And so like I'm running down, you know, this one section or whatever. And then like, um, I get a little bit, but like gets caught in the back of my throat. So now I'm like hacking up a yep. piece of this bar and I'm like, Oh my gosh, I shouldn't have ate that. So, um, I've kind of made it like a, a general rule to myself. If I have anything to eat on the course, it's going to generally be a fruit. So yeah, it should be something. Um, I, I very tip right there. Don't change it. If you're doing, don't change things from your normal routine when you're going to do a race. Yeah. Do you know? Don't try something you haven't tried before. You don't know how your body's going to react exactly. to it. There. You know. You want to be somewhat consistent. Uh, and if you're going to do it in a race, then you should be doing it in your training. You should be doing it that way so your body's used to it. Because again, you you don't, you can you can eat or drink all the best things, but your body doesn't like it for some reason. And so those are the things you want to find yep. out. You know, in, in between races, not not during a race necessarily, uh, but that, exactly. that'd just be another obstacle, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know, and and I've I've kind of learned to uh, embrace this motto of "you live, you learn" um, over the mm-hmm. past couple of yeah. years, and you know, and that's that's one of the things that I've I've learned is that. Um, I didn't learn it until after it happened. And then, you know, other people are like, well, duh, you know, so, but, you know, I mean, I can't, I can't say that I'm new. uh, I can't say that I'm new to OCR and, you know, I mean, Mm -hmm. but it's, it's still a learning experience for me because like I said, I don't get out and do it as often as I would like. And I I really don't get out and do it as often as, as many of my counterparts. Um, But, you know, it's, it's something that I'm really, um, I mean, I'm enthusiastic about, um, I just, like I said, I, I don't have, um, the time that I can, you know, just get out there and do it all the time, which is unfortunate right. for me because I, I really want to, and I, I want to get out there and do as many as I can. Um, but you know, it's, it is what it is. And, and like we said earlier, life is, life is hectic. You know, sometimes it just isn't really in the cards to do it. And you know, when I right. actually get and to go out and do it, I'm happy about it. So 
And now, a word from our sponsors. Do you like challenges that are fun, tough, and might use tacos? Head on over to BeastChallenge.com and check out our upcoming events, including Beast's 5K+, a combination of race and endurance event, and the Bucket Mile. Keep an eye on the Beast's OCR Facebook group for event gatherings. For more information, head on over to BeastChallenge.com and the Beast's OCR Facebook group. You'll be glad you did. And we're back. Yeah, I've done so many Spartan races that, you know, people are always, they're always concerned about, oh my, oh my gosh, we have this obstacle, we have this obstacle. I mean, I'm, I may have trouble on some obstacles, but I'm never afraid of them because it's like, you know, there's no substitute for experience. I know what to expect, right? What I don't know yeah. is how my body's going to react to that day, right? You know, can I go a little bit faster? Can I go, should I go a little bit slower? You know, I, I, going the quest for the 300 Spartan races, I really was listening to my body and I was backing off a lot on races and not giving 110% because my whole focus was to get it done without getting hurt worse than I was and then go out and do it again. Uh, and then keep on doing the races. So now, now that I've got the 300, um, you know, I'm usually uh, when I'm done with races, people are all spent and they're like going, "Oh my gosh, it's the hardest thing I did." And I'm thinking, "Okay, well, let's go ahead and do it again tomorrow." I mean, I'm fine with that. But see, now <laughs> yeah. it's different. See, now it's different. I had all the, the, you know, there's little goals as you go, and and it's good to have little goals and little motivations for yourself. Initially, it was the weight loss for me, right? Then it was the challenge of doing yeah. that. Then it, it was like, oh, trifectas. I can get trifectas, and then it was going out to the trifectas, and then you know, the center challenged me to to get the 300. It was that. Now I have to look for my next goal. I I promised my my family I would back off a little bit after I got the 300, and not do so many races. <laughs> Uh, but the excuse of not going for all, I used to do a lot of endurance ones too, the ultras and, and, uh, and long events were 12 hours, 24 hours, 30 hours, 60 hours, yeah. things like that. And I backed off all those to be able to get the 300 in. Now I, now excuse is gone. So now it's like, okay, that's why I'm back in the gym. I got to get back <laughs> in better shape. Uh, and I have to, I have to come up with a goal. I have to challenge myself. I'd like to be able to, to do the races faster, uh, than I've been, than I've been doing them. Uh, I mean, it's no claim to fame to do well in your age group. I'm, I'm in 60 plus. I mean, those people are old, right? Um, but, uh, <laughs> you know, but you know, it's a, it's a, it's a benchmark, but it's not a, it's not a big, huge one, but I would like to do, uh, to be able to compete with the people that really put the work in. Cause, um, I don't, I haven't been putting as much work in as I'd like to, um, uh, you know, life, but that, but you know what, that's just another excuse. So I'm starting that process and I'm looking forward to it. Cause I'd like to see, you know, uh, I like it already, but I'd like to see, okay, uh, how can I start to redline things a little bit? It'll change everything. It'll make all the obstacles more difficult. Um, uh, make my recovery different. So it's just, it'll be a new thing for me. And I, I'm just starting to ease into that so I can go into, I, you know, go into that slowly and see how that works. But it's exciting for me. And, and, um, and, uh, you know, if you're going to keep rolling, you got to come up with some goals, but not just a long range goal where it's like, okay, I'm going to do 8,000 races. No, they've got, you know, <laughs> it's good to have that long range out there. But you've got to have smaller goals that are that are difficult but attainable. Oh yeah, that you can go after, so that you can, you know, even if you're doing it yourself, you can, you know, 
pat yourself on the back and say, all right, all right, you got that one. Now let's go to the next one. And, you know, because sometimes oh, yeah. those long, the long-term things are just, it's too discouraging. Like you said, when you're out there going through the suck. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> a couple races this last year and I was shaking my head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've, I've definitely learned that over the past couple of years um, with, with the small goals, the attainable ones. And, um, you know, like, like you said, you know, you need those because for me, and I'm sure it is for everyone else, um, um, just the small ones, they're that all the motivation that you get for completing one builds up for the next one. And then you, you find Correct. yourself, okay, I completed that one. It's not, you know, it's not too far off for me to, co- you know, to complete this one. And it's like, you're just, you're knocking these goals out left and right. And then you're like, okay, well, maybe I should set a little bit more difficult ones. You set the difficult or, you know, the difficult ones that aren't really, um, too far off from attaining, but you know, they are difficult. And then you achieve one of those and you're like, man, holy cow, I have the motivation. And before you know it, you know, they're just, they're, they're piling up, they're piling up. And then, you know, you're you know, inches away or goals away from, you know, completing this other, you know, long-term goal that you've had set. So yeah, I can't believe it's it. awesome. You I know, can't believe slow it. and steady wins the race, they say. Well, yeah, that's what they always tell me. They, the tortoise slow and steady wins the race. I go, no, I don't <laughs> win, but I'm going to finish. I'm going to finish. You know, to me, I had the, the last two years, my motivation to go to get through all those races was to get the 300. Okay. And Descendant wanted me to do it in two years, which at first I'm thinking, are you on drugs? Are you crazy? Um, <laughs> then I'm going, then I go, wait a minute, wait a minute. You know, I can, I can do it. I just have to be able to do this. So, um, and then I was getting close and, and now, now I've reached that. So now it's like, okay, I need something else to, you know, and I'm out there running more than a marathon on Saturday and then more than a marathon on Sunday, as far as the distances with the obstacles and all that, you're thinking, yeah. oh, how, how could you do that and keep going? Well, you know, again, that was that challenge. Now I have to come up with a different one. Um, and I yeah. really, I haven't yet. Actually, uh, I'm trying to catch up on the other stuff I neglected. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all the stuff that went by the wayside. There you go. But no, it's it's really funny. I, you know, if people uh, if people should go out if they even think about it, they should go out. OCRs are fun. It's a great community. Most of the people are just outstanding. A lot of support there. People want you to do well for the most part. There's always some wackos everywhere but that's in every sport um but it it really is a great community so you if anything nothing else you meet a bunch of people that are like-minded and that you can communicate with and these days with social media when you know you can have friends all over the country all over the world that's excellent um to have you know and this it's so it can be a social thing um and and that's why you know i just love being in the sport and i like the community so um, but I always see it when people come out initially, they just don't, uh, they're apprehensive. They're not sure if they can do it. And, but I, but nine times out of 10, when someone does the race like that, they get that sense that, that rush and that sense of accomplishment. And they go, you know, I could do this and I could do it better. And they'll usually come back and do something else. And, uh, if it's what they want, it's not for everybody. Right. But oh, yeah. if, if, uh, if you have a good time, it's like, then you're just hooked and you're looking for some fun challenges to get out there and have some fun. And, and anytime you get outside and get some physical activity, it's, it's a good thing. Oh yeah. Yeah. I remember, uh, it's, it's funny because I've, I've said this to my wife whenever I did my, 
my first uh, Spartan, I was like, oh man, I think I, I think I've you know something's created a monster. And <laughs> and her, her first <laughs> sentence after that was, everything is a monster with you. Because when I find something I'm interested in, you know, I just, I absolutely love getting involved in it and I want to do it again. Just like, oh man, when's the next one? You know, can I, um, you know, can I find one that's sooner, but I'll have to travel, which I haven't traveled for any of them yet just because, um, you know, family and work and stuff like that. So, you know, I, I've, I'm just, I'm trying to figure out what it is that I need to do, um, to, you know, to make the time to do these things. And, and it's, it's difficult right now. I mean, it's a difficult time, you know, and, um, just there's so much overtime at work and it's not like I really have all the vacation time that I could just use and I can't just, you know, call off when I want. So, um, you know, my responsibilities will always come first, but I, I, you know, and then I, once I get done with that, then it's like, okay, now I got to, you know, I want to sign up for this race, you know, um, and you know, my family, and I, I'm sure your family, well, they had, they would have to have been very supportive. Otherwise you, you know, Oh my gosh, you're doing 300 races, you know? Um, yes. Well, I have an so. advantage and a disadvantage that to a lot of people and that, that the advantage is that I'm single, uh, and the disadvantage is I'm single. Uh, so it's like, there's always, it's always you know, uh, I don't know uh, if I've so, ever heard that but, be a disadvantage and an advantage at the same time. But it is like anything else. Everything's what you make of it in the first place. But the bottom line is that I have more freedom than a lot of people do because I'm self-employed, so I can work anywhere there's internet. So if I'm going to be gone for any length of time, I take my computer with me and I, I'm not dead in the water. I'm still working. Uh, which yeah. gives an advantage, and I don't have I don't have to go into an office Monday through Friday, so I have that advantage. My 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 I am not married. I was. Um, my daughter is almost thirty. She's twenty nine now, and uh, you know she's on her own. So I, I I can I can leave at the drop of a hat and not um, you know be beholding to anyone, not beholding, but disappointing anyone or whatever. So um, yeah. now I do have I do have family that I, I take care of a lot of things for family, that kind of thing. And they, and they would like to see me back off a little bit. Uh, and they don't understand, they understand all the time I spent uh, going off on the weekends and, and doing these races. But again, I had a goal in mind and now, and I promised that once I would do it, I would back off a little bit. So I'm very fortunate in the fact that I was able to get around um, yeah, I hear people say all the time, must be nice, you know, to be like retired <laughs> and, and, and rich and this. I hear this all the time and I just have to laugh because I go, you know what? There is, I don't know too many people on the planet that would, the sacrifice that you have to make to get out as much as I have, I, people just don't understand what that is and the things you do without yeah. and, and, and traveling on a shoestring and, and dealing with, uh, you know, whatever to be able to do that. There's, you know, but you know what? Go ahead, give it a shot. Let's see you do it. I mean, <laughs> there's just not a lot of people that be willing to do that, or let some yeah. people. My dad would say, but they'd be stupid enough to do it. Um, but I was, I had that goal. I was able to do it. I wanted to take advantage while I could. Uh, if I had the resources, my friend, I would go every single weekend and be doing some kind of a race <laughs> or something like that because I just, I love it. Yeah. But that's just not reality. So now, now yeah. reality sits in. So now it's got to be what's the old cliche? Quality, not quantity. Well, I inverted that for two years. <laughs> it was quantity, yeah. not quality. And now I want to turn. Now I'm going to turn that around. So 
anyone that can get out there, anytime you can get out there and have some fun, that's great. Uh, but again, we have, people have lives, they have responsibilities, you got to do it. And, and, oh, yeah. and that's kind of the way it is. So, I mean, I'm going to probably have the same challenges as everybody else, except for the fact I'm single. That's really sad. Um, <laughs> but it's kind of hard to date when you're gone all the time, right? Yeah. <laughs> but then it's advantages. So uh, when people say, I want to get my trifecta, I mean, I have 61 or two or three trifectas. I'm not sure what I have in six years. Holy cow! Um, and uh, and uh, and I'm only second now because Hartley passed me up on the Spartan uh, trifectas last year, um, because he has the resources to travel, and he, uh, you know, he travels yeah. internationally, and uh, and so he's able to get many more races, uh, the the trifecta oh, yeah. races in. Uh, than I am, and it's like, and I'm not upset with him for doing it. I love, he's a great guy, and I'm just, I love it. It's like, I wish I was in the same situation as him. Uh, and I, there, I'm sure there's lots of people that say the same thing. I, you know, I wish I could do what Joe does, be able to do this and do that or whatever. And it's like, and part of me has to laugh because I'm going, he wouldn't want my life. Come on. And other part of me says, you know what? That's, that's cool. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. uh, you know, you do what you can and, and get it in there. It's fun. Uh, it's just, a, it, it should be all about balance. Okay. My balance has been off because oh, yeah. I had that goal, you know, and now since my, I reached that particular goal, I've got to formulate another one, but you have to have balance, which includes taking care of family, your work and, and your playtime. You got to be able to be able to get it all in there and, and decide, uh, what, what are the priorities and go with that. So exactly. Everything's exactly. Like your, it's on your own decision. Yep. Exactly. Cool. Well, um, for the next section, I mean, do you have any uh, like personal or promotional sponsor shout outs that you want to put out there? I, I really don't, uh, which is really sad. I've been so focused on going around and doing things. Sad. I haven't even tried to get any. Um, people say, you should be sponsored. You should be sponsored. You know, Spartan's my sponsor. Spartan, you know, you know that at, the, at Tahoe, the 300s, uh, for my 301st race, they did honor me for being the, the first and only one to 300 for the challenge. And then they, they presented me with a brand new Harley Davidson and, um, and some gear and wow. clothing and, and some other things. So it's kind of cool. Um, uh, as far as that's concerned, um, which is good. And they, you know, they've done some things for me, but really this, my sponsor has to do with the, what sits in my back pocket, which is my wallet. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. uh, no, but <laughs> I should probably, after the fact, it's like, come on, let's get some. But, uh, but no, um, yeah. like I said, I, I, I like, I, I'm a, I'm a supporter of the Spartan race series. You know, some people love them. Some people hate them. Uh, some people are indifferent. Uh, I, I just, I just think they're great. Uh, and, uh, that's my favorite. Um, and again, it's been my priority because to get to 300 and, uh, now I'm going to be able to branch out a little bit and, and go from there. But, uh, but, uh, no, I just, uh, I'd like to thank all the little people along the way. And I'd like to find, thank my mother and my father for just being so not supportive of me and, uh, and thinking I'm a crazy man. No, 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 not thinking, knowing that I'm a crazy man. Um, and, uh, and my little brother who thinks I'm a fool because I waste all my time doing races and not putting money in an IRA or something. Um, uh, then, uh, but no, I mean, <laughs> not this guy. Unfortunately, I'm a single, a single tortoise, uh, with a wallet that was large and now it's getting small, <laughs> shrinking all the time. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. 
Well, Joe, I really appreciate uh, you taking the time out of your night uh, to, you know, to be here on BeastNet and um, everything, you know, everything we've talked about is extremely admirable, man. I'm, that's just crazy to me that like somebody even does 300 Spartans, let alone other races, um, you know, in between and stuff like that. I just, man, that's crazy. Um, but it is, it's, it's very admirable. So I just, I wanted to, you know, wanted to say thank you for, you know, taking your time and being here tonight. So, yeah, I, you know, I appreciate that. Those are kind words. Uh, and I just want to encourage people, uh, whether it's the Spartan race, whether it's OCR, whether it's anything else, is get outside, get outside, have some fun, uh, do things that, try some things that maybe you think are a little difficult for you, but give it, get a challenge. You never know. You might find something that you just get crazy about, uh, and then you come up with your, your own goal in regards to that. Just get outside, have some fun, breathe some fresh air, and chances are if you're out doing the kind of things you like to do, guess what? You're going to meet people that like to do the same thing as you, and you're going to get a bigger base of, of friends, which become your family. Uh, and there's just, you know, life is all about your family. So Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, well, guys, with sir. that, Joe, we'll, uh, all right, well, we'll wrap it up, and uh, you have yourself a good night, sir, and thanks again. Right back at you, okay? Keep on, keep on keeping on, my friend. Oh, I will. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. Thanks for listening to the BeastNet Podcast. If you haven't done it yet, find us on Facebook. Like and share the podcast. Give us a review on iTunes or Spotify. All these things will help to expand the show in the future. This show is brought to you by James Safety Services in partnership with Beast OCR. Don't forget to subscribe and let us know what you think and what you like to hear. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or at BeastOCR.com.